Hello, everyone. Yes, it is Wednesday. Wednesday, January the 10th. And I am your host, Kenda. This is Mind My Own Podcast, my show. It's been a little bit, a little bit, but I am back. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Desi. And it's like, where did, when? When did we get here? Girl, just happened. It was like, (laughs) literally. 2024. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me, honestly. It, but it is a blessing is. to have you here. You kicking oh. it off with me. And I am honored to be here. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It was so great to meet you this past weekend. I peeped your energy ASAP. Like, I don't know. I don't know how I do this. I don't know how I do this, but I, blame it on God. Blame it on God. Yeah, good people attract good people. Absolutely. You know? I think it was Kivana Beeman. Shout out to Kivana. I love her. Hey, Kee. That's my girl. I was just at her book signing this past Sunday. Congratulations. Congratulations. I'm salty I missed that. Oh, you no, know what? Seriously. You know what? She she uh, she uh gave it 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, I got her book. My mom got her book. And even though you couldn't make it, she know where your heart at. Yeah. She and that's why I appreciate at. her. No, yeah. seriously. Yeah. yeah, she's dope. She's the one who actually shared her flyer for the Fearless Puberty, Fearless Girl Puberty Workshop, guys. Yeah. Yes. 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 Last yes. weekend was crazy. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm feeling excited about the direction that God is taking me in with the workshop. It was, you know how you can be doing something and then you're kind of floating above it. Yes. And it's like, you're, yeah, I'm here, but it's so, it's such an amazing feeling and I'm just flowing through it. But, but also like, what happened? Yeah. Like, what was going on? I just know that the feedback <laughs> that I got, it was so good. Like people were, you know, moved. Parents were grateful. The kids were having a good time. It, yes. it turned out really good. Yes. You know, and I'm just, I'm grateful. I'm doing what God told me to do, period. And I'm grateful for you because my <laughs> daughter had the opportunity to attend and immediately, guys, listen, <laughs> the flyer was shared. It came down my timeline. And I read it. And I'm like, whoa, I got to message her ASAP. And I did. I messaged you immediately because I said, wow, she has to be an amazing person to Aww. do something like this for young girls, to really want to educate them and take mm-hmm. some time out of your every day to give them some tools, some resources and help yeah. parents educate and help them feel comfortable in things. Yeah. Well, kudos to you. Thank you. I really appreciate that because it is not like, even though you're like, you know, you're saying taking time out of your day is literally not. Girl. I am. This is what I'm passionate about. This is what I love. I do it for free. The workshop was free. And when I do it again, hopefully I can afford for it to be free I love <laughs> again. That. You know, but, um, you know, I pray to God, like, please let me be able to do something that I really love, something that I'm passionate about and make money doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the money is coming. Yes. You know, um, but I'm this was it wasn't work. It was it wasn't it was work. joyful. It was it was what I love. It was a calling. It was what I love. <laughs> I love. I got a clap for you, boo. You. I hope y'all at home clapping for Desi. Yeah, I hope y'all clapping. Clap, clap, clap. Listen, <laughs> listen, I want you to tell the audience a little bit more about you. Um, you're from Milwaukee. I am born and raised. Born and raised. Tell us more. Okay, how far back you want to go? So, born and raised. <laughs> um, let's just talk about like starting after. Nope. Okay, so I went to Morris Middle School. 
I went to Riverside High School. I went to Alberno for like one semester and then I quit because that was very expensive. Um, and then yeah. I went to UWM. I graduated with my degree in social work. Um, so that's kind of where my foundation came from. I've been working with kids since I was a kid. I wow. can remember being like 12 and starting a babysitting um, business. Um, so this is, it's in me. It's not on me, it's in you. It's in you. It's in me. So um, anything that I do with my business beyond fearless, um, I started that in 2019. Anything that I do with that is with, from a social work perspective, from a, from a helping background. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. love helping people. I love giving what I have, whether it be advice, whether it be um, education. I love teaching people. Um, and so this is just a part of my journey at this point, you know, yeah. this is just part of, you know, where it's, where it's going, how yeah. it's unfolding. Yeah. And it's unfolding beautifully, by the way, Thank you. you're beautiful. Your spirit Thank you. is beautiful. Those girls, <laughs> let me tell y'all, those girls did not hesitate to hug her. Okay. <laughs> they did not hesitate. They went in there. She had a beautiful setup and we're going to show Thank you. you some of that later on today yeah. um but it's just a beautiful setup you could tell she put a lot of effort into it yeah. the aesthetic was great thank you and you're just you're helping young girls feel confident in their bodies mm -hmm. you're helping young girls as you say be fearless mm -hmm. tell me a little bit how you came up with that name i honestly i so i have a nonprofit. i had a nonprofit. it's dissolved at this point called fearless indeed Okay. And that was initially geared toward girls or toward um, young people who are aging out of foster care. Um, and then as like life started to happen, I had to figure out how to focus. Mm -hmm. Like, how do I take what I love and not because, of course, we can we can do it all as women. We can help the we homeless. Can. We can we can, you know, teach a high schooler how to apply for college. We can. It's so many things. And and yes. and. But when you're running a business, especially for, you know, if you're a mom or if you you know, or you're in school yourself, you have a nine to five, you have to wear all the hats. And so mm -hmm. I had to figure out a way to just like bring it all together. Mm -hmm. And so I, I brought up um, a way for me to work with women and um, young people. And so Beyond Fearless is really an extension of my Fearless Indeed um, company that is no longer here. But um, yeah, so I work with youth and women. Um, fearless is <laughs> not what it you know what people might think it is i feel like people think of fearless they think of like you know being a go-getter and, and it is it is but it also means being able to fail yeah being able to be knocked down being able to go through those challenges you know and then getting back up mm -hmm. afterward um I love personally that. yeah so personally i have gone through so much in my life i can't even we i'm gonna have to write a book you know what i mean Write it. I'm gonna have to I'm write a read book it. <laughs> with all of this stuff. <laughs> um, but I thank God I don't look like what I've been through. Oh. I thank God. But what that does is that it makes it harder for me to, um, you know, like, no, I, I'm not gonna say that. It's 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 a blessing. Yeah. Because fearless is not just being great. It's about learning the lesson. Learning the lesson. Applying the lesson. Yep. I love that. I think yeah. that's so important, especially um, today. You know, um, people are ashamed of being afraid. Mm -hmm. People can be um, more reluctant to talk about things or, um, you know, deal with their experiences with other people. But I feel like this workshop helps to unify mm -hmm. 
people. Um, young girls, like you said, you even work with, you work with some adults too. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're unifying people. You're helping people to come back full circle to say, we all need somebody at some point Mm -hmm. in our lives to get over the new or to work our way to the new chapter. Right. So I feel like this symbolizes the, the transition but in a way where people can feel comfortable, yeah. especially girls. Yeah. It's such a scary time for us when our bodies are changing. I know for boys too, but with us, oh, girl, yeah. we got all kind of stuff going on. All kind of stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, I, no, I agree with that. I was just telling my daughter, I'm, I started this journal for her where every now and then I'll go in and I'll, it's like a regular journal. And I say, dear Samir, my daughter's name is Samir. Beautiful. Dear, dear Samir, and I just write what's happening in life right now. And eventually I'm going to give her this journal because when I was little and a lot of times as women, when we're smaller, we don't understand what our parents have to do in order to get us here. That's true. And we go through these phases where we have been traumatized because of how we perceive it as kids. Mm-hmm. And so puberty is one of those times where we go through, you know, one of the topics at the workshop is emotional changes. We're not, our bodies are not just changing. Our our minds are changing. Our hearts are changing. And so in order to kind of get through it, you have to, you have to normalize that. Mm -hmm. You have to be okay with the attitude. And it's not just the girls, it's the parents as well. That's true. Your daughter is going to have an attitude because her hormones are all over the place. And so that's one of the things that I talked to my daughter about. um, And I hope that that's something that the girls received um, at the workshop. Absolutely. I'm going to clap for you. This is great. I love how you said our bodies are changing. They're going to have an attitude. This is, this is key. This is key for anybody out there. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Them girls want to have an attitude. Okay. And they're going to be sad and they're going to cry for no reason. And they're going to be frustrated and irritated Mm -hmm. at what they don't know. You know what I mean? Because they, they, they're coming into this time where, oh, I'm becoming a, a young lady. Yes. So I should be almost like treated like a young lady. But you really don't know. Mm-hmm. They don't really understand. You, know, you, don't, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. So I can't fully treat you like a an adult. But at the same time, I don't want to treat you like a baby. Right. And that's frustrating. That's a frustrating process for the girls and for the parents. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I and agree. the teachers. When you go to school, you like, you know, whatever's happening there. So it's it's a process. It definitely is a process. I feel like um, with me, I've got three daughters mm-hmm. and they're 20 years old. And then I got uh, 10 years old and I got five years old. Yeah. And I'm like, sheesh, you know, the gaps. Yeah, so, I love that dynamic for you, though. Just you love it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, my oldest daughter, she's. <laughs> she's, yeah. Like yeah. her mama. Thank you. Period. Thank you. She's a hard worker. Yeah. And she's a really good example for her her younger sisters. Um, and I really love that my daughter, Siri, mm-hmm. she um, she really looks up to her. Mm-hmm. So I know some people don't have that dynamic, though. They don't they have a daughter, like maybe just a daughter and a son or, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe they don't have anybody else to talk to outside of their parents. And so. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to have events like what you're you're doing because what about those girls that don't feel comfortable talking to their parents Mm -hmm. or they don't have any siblings to talk to Mm -hmm. and they're experiencing all these things they internalize it and it can be it can be bad it can you know backfire 
So um, you doing stuff like this, it really opens the door for some of those kids that are like, you know, I just need somebody to listen to me. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times someone on the outside, they can become more comfortable with because they don't have to worry about the judgment or the backlash. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly, that's the point right there. So how cool is it that you sent an email out and you were like, no, parents don't need to be there because the girls don't open up as much. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I, I just think about, you know, and my daughter didn't get to have that experience. I, obviously, I'm here with her. Yeah. But it was amazing for me to see, like, when I'm asking questions, like, are you comfortable? How do you feel? And I get to see her live saying, I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Because we were using vocabulary that were, you know, normal with terminology, vagina, mm -hmm. you know, we're talking about vulva, we're talking about uterus. Yeah. And these are words that we don't use all the time. Right. A lot of people create nicknames instead of mm -hmm. calling it what it is mm -hmm. with their kids. And so they do, they feel uncomfortable with the actual words mm -hmm. themselves because they're told not to say them yep. or they're shunned upon. Mm -hmm. Um, I like this. I like this conversation with you. Yeah. <laughs> I like this conversation with you. Thank you. Talking. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm, I actually, this is one of the topics when I started the podcast, when Tone asked me, what are some of the things you want to talk about? Mm -hmm. This was one of the things is helping girls through this. Now, this part right here that um, I want to I want to bring up to you is um, what are some of the common challenges that you think girls face during puberty and how does your workshop address those issues? Yeah, um, I think one of the most prevalent um, challenges that stick out to me is the lack of support mm -hmm. that girls might have. Um, not that, so you can have a girl who comes from a two-parent household, right? Right. She has her mom and her dad. But that doesn't take away from the uncomfortable feeling that she has when she notices, I have hair under my arms now. Mm -hmm. Or I have breasts now. Like, how do I even start the conversation with my parents or with my big sister? Well, big sisters could be a little different because you know, they got a different special type of relationship. But mm -hmm. I think one of the challenges is having so many adults around us and we still don't feel comfortable right. speaking up about our changing bodies. And so um, that's one of them. I had wrote some. Let me go to my notes because yeah. I want to make sure I don't forget nothing. Yeah. So talking to parents, um, being comfortable talking about body parts. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. So being able to say the actual names of the body parts. You should have taught him at the workshop. <laughs> They probably was like, uh. <laughs> Ooh, it was so hilarious. I was like, okay, so, you know, here go the vocabulary words. And then I had a picture of the vulva, vagina. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to say the word and you say it after me. Mm -hmm. And so I said, and then they kind of like, like, <laughs> they're like, like, oh my goodness. Ooh. Like, I can't believe we saying vulva, vagina. Like, it's a big picture of a vagina. <laughs> right. Like, this is weird. <laughs> and so I had to address that. Yeah. You know, and it's not a bad thing. I think it's great that we're all here and we're talking about it, but. It, um, I want us to not have to start there. Right. You know what I mean? I want us to start with being confident about who you are, mm -hmm. being being comfortable in your own skin. When you say vagina, you have, it's ownership. Right. This is a part of my body, just like my arm, just like my leg. My yeah. vulva is a normal part of my body and I shouldn't feel shamed or embarrassed to talk about it. Now, what do you think contributes to the embarrassment? Do you think that maybe it's the culture right now because- I don't even know, like just trying to think back as, you know, I remember when I first got my menstrual and I remember being scared and 
I don't even know what made me embarrassed. I can't even tell you because I had parents who were open about talking about it. But for some reason, I just still couldn't understand. Like, why do they want to talk to me about this? You know, but it was like, I need to talk to somebody about it. I felt the most comfortable talking to my mom. But it was like, it was like, I was super hesitant. Like, so what is it about? our culture what is it about the community what is it about the environment that we live in right now that has our daughters and our sons afraid to talk about their bodies yeah Ooh, oh he said it apparently it's linked to sexuality yeah and it's shunned upon mm-hmm. because it's only looked at as a sexual part mm-hmm. that's a really big um part of it when we as as adults, our adult minds can look at a um, breast and think sex. Mm-hmm. But this is where we feed our babies. Right. This is not a sex. These are not sexual objects. This is a part of my body. Right. And it has a function. It has a purpose. Just like my mind, just like my arm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he mentioned about church. I, now, I can't speak too, too much about that because um, I've never experienced like trauma in that way. Mm-hmm. But that that does happen. Yeah, it does happen. Sexuality, the word sexuality itself is not like something that's openly talked about anywhere. Right. Um, I think for us as adults, a lot of us, I was I tell my friends this all the time. If you got a bunch of women in a room and you say, raise your hand if you've ever experienced sexual trauma, molestation, rape, you would get 95% of women raising, raising their hand. Yeah. Because that's our history, that's our trauma. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes taboo, it becomes more difficult to talk to our daughters about their bodies, about sexuality, because we didn't get it. Mm-hmm. We learned it when somebody tried to touch us inappropriately. But the thing is, when we have, when you're starting this conversation at birth, this is your head, these are your, your hands, this is your vagina, this is your penis. When those are normal conversations that you're having at birth, it does it becomes normal. Yeah, It's not even like, a, oh, this is, nope, that's just a normal body part. When you get in the shower, you have to touch it. You have to wash it. Mm-hmm. You have to take care of it. It's yep. yours. It belongs to you. And it is not a bad thing. You know what I mean? But yeah. because we skip those steps, it becomes embarrassing. It does. Oh, I'm, people, I'm yeah. on my period. I'm bleeding. Look, it's blood. Like, that's normal. And there are, don't get me wrong, there are embarrassing moments when you're going through the, that stage. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't always end. I mean, you get older and you're still conscious still. about mm-hmm. those things, you know, and... um. I feel like with it, with our bodies being continually sexualized, mm-hmm. one of the other gaps is we are exposed to all these things through media. Mm-hmm. Very unhealthy. It's like I hear this on the radio. I was, you know, I was listening to uh, the Breakfast Club the other day. I know this is something I cannot listen to when my kids are in the car. Mm-hmm. But I'm just changing the station and here's, you know, one of the episodes playing through and it's just a commercial. I'm like, oh, Mm. you know, I got to turn that. Even the introduction. Even the introductions. (laughs) Even just them when they play like a clip, a small clip of a previous episode, it's just inappropriate. Um, But these are things that they're exposed to, even if it's just a commercial with a movie preview. Um, sex is everywhere. Over sexualized. Over sexualized. Over the top. Yeah. And it's it's like, oh, yeah, that's happening, kids, but we're gonna ignore it. And um, yeah, 
don't say vagina. It's it's weird. I, and the stuff that we are giving to them through the media is from an adult lens. From an adult lens, yes. Which is why you got the sexy res and the whoever else rapping and singing about it. And I, I try not to look because it makes me sad when I see these little baby girls just rapping these words. Yeah. Like, you have no idea what you're saying. Yeah, it's heartbreaking for <gasps> sure. It really is. Crazy it really heart. is. It, it, it shouldn't be... It shouldn't be like that yeah. at all, at all. So I, I totally feel you on that. Um, let me ask you this. In your opinion, what role does confidence play in a girl's experience during puberty? And how does your workshop support this aspect? Um, I think confidence is really the foundation. Mm -hmm. like, I think we start there with having high self-esteem about who we are, where we come from, um, in order for you to feel confident in a room full of other girls saying a lot of these body parts um it takes confidence it does that. you know they were kind of sinking in their seat which is fine but imagine if we were like we know what we know who we are we know that this is our body parts and this is we're proud of ourselves we're not trying to hide and shrink or anything right just that self-esteem that self-awareness um i think that's just the foundation of being able to um, receive that information, being able to mm -hmm. learn, being able to grow. Um, and I think my workshop does a good job. We did a session um, with affirmations where we where we had them um, go around the room and stand up and say, I am beautiful. I am fearless. And then once you said it, I would say your name. Yes, you are beautiful. Yes, you are confident. Yes, you are, you know what I mean, intelligent. Yes. And so we are not only allowing you to affirm yourself, but we're all affirming you as well. I love how you're teaching them that. Yeah. That is amazing, girl. And my mentors did such a good job. Shout out to all of y'all. Um, Shout out to y'all. Yeah, they did a really good <laughs> job. I was excited to have them because it's one thing to go into a room and you are the teacher, like you're the focal point. But mm -hmm. when you have other women who are affirming you and who are um, coming with different perspectives and having different things to say about that same topic is just more powerful yes it just it brings power to the room yes yeah. i was gonna say like that's another thing is um other girls encouraging other girls to just be girls yeah. just be yeah. girls yeah. just be you <laughs> you are fine however you are yeah 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 that is an amazing message and that's something that um i think our community can contribute more to those conversations yeah um, in my opinion, people refrain from those conversations for too long. Yeah. Um, we wait until our daughters start experiencing the changes before we start talking to them. Mm -hmm. We should probably start talking to them a lot sooner before the puberty starts. Mm -hmm. Stop coming up with these nicknames for the body parts because mm -hmm. then they don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. Um they're experiencing these changes earlier and earlier. Mm -hmm. I know it happened to me at 10. Yeah. yeah um, early. And some people, you know, it happens a lot later. Mm -hmm. So um, it's, it's just really important. You know, I remember I remember being in elementary school and everybody had boobs and I didn't have boobs yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you said that. Because I had the complete opposite yeah. situation where I did have boobs. And at that time, by the time I was in fifth grade, I think I was at like a C. Yeah. And people would tell me my boobs are fake. <gasps> like, what do you mean? These are real. Oh, geez, these are and real. They, it's like, when? how are you going to tease me for having breasts? Like, right. 
when you when I get a little older, this is gonna be a good thing. Like you just don't know yet. You just don't know. But right. yeah, they just didn't understand yeah. yet. They weren't ready. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> develops differently at different times, but yeah. I agree with you. Like we should be teaching it when they're six and seven. Yeah. So that when they get to that point, it's like, oh, I knew this was I yeah. yeah, I knew this was coming. I, you know, and I have more questions now, but thanks for giving me a heads up, mom. Yep. You know, yep. <laughs> so I yep. think it's we got to try and break that, you know, yeah. the norm and yeah. and dig deeper and, and you know, educate the kids. I agree. So I agree with that. Can you talk about the importance of parental involvement or support in a girl's journey through puberty? I know we talked a little bit about that. Um, let's talk talk a little bit more about that. Like, how else can they support them? You know. Um, so I had created this, um, guidebook for the parents, for the daughters and the parents. Okay. And I gave one to each of the girls. Um, and it just has like vocabulary. It has a couple of pages for the parents to kind of go over. And the most important thing, I think when we're talking about how parents can be supportive, um, just create a safe space. Yeah. Um, I have, agree. A, have a calm demeanor about yourself. Don't be shocked. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's like, oh my gosh, you already asking me about sex and boys and, but just know that it's coming. It's coming. And be calm about it. Yeah. And be cool about it. As cool as you can be. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and one of the biggest things for me, too, is not knowing the answer. You know, as a parent, sometimes we just, I don't know, child. I don't know. And, and not only me not knowing the answer, I don't know how to tell you mm-hmm. the answer. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so it's okay to be like, um, I don't know right now. Let me get back to you. Can we put a pin in it? Right. <laughs> let, let, me, let me come back to that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how to answer that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And then talking to other parents, you know, I, I put a list of things in my uh, resource or my, my navigating puberty guide, which is free. If anybody wants a copy of it, just inbox me, Desi Grant. What's my name? Desi Ray. Desi Ray on Facebook, Ray on, on Instagram, Facebook. So just inbox me and I'll send you um, the information that lays out some of the things that you can do, some of the tools that you can um, use to start the conversations with your daughter. Awesome. Yep. And not only start it, but how do you, how you can prepare yourself for when she asks you questions, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. Hey, yeah. Tone, when you get a moment, come over. We want to show the world, the resources that she, um, that she has. This is going to be very, very helpful to some parents out there. Um, there are some single dads out there that have daughters and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Y'all can use this. <laughs> Y'all heard them. You ain't got to be single. Just even just be just being a parent, you know, mom, dad, you don't know. Yeah. So we're going to show you guys this workshop That's pamphlet right here. Day. It's about nice. 10, 11, 12, 13 pages. Uh, you can turn the page. So this is a letter from me. Read over that when you get a little opportunity to. Um, it's just letting you guys know that, you know, this is my baby pretty much and kind of laying out what's in the packet. Um, yes. I wish that I had another date to give because I'm doing this again. And yeah. I know we talked about my situation with me, you know, taking a leap of faith and relocating. But um, I want to do this again. I'm coming. Yeah. I'm coming back. You know what? It's not even time out for plant like this is required yes (laughs) needed it's something definitely to give us to look forward to as you continue to commute back and forth yeah and don't don't knock the digital world now you can do some um some virtual Virtual seminars yeah yeah Yeah. we'll definitely talk about my back yes 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 (laughs) see we bring each other together that's important i appreciate that yeah 
Um, so this is just a little message to parents. There's a little blurb at the bottom. The one thing that I did, um, like, keep saying to the girls when we were at the workshop, ask questions. Mm-hmm. Please just ask questions. The only way to learn, I mean, you can receive information, but the best way is to be curious and ask questions. Don't I be love that advice. No question is stupid. No question is stupid. Yep, no question is stupid. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Good coming through. So here's the page that I appreciate the most. Um, things that I give to parents, different things that they can do to have healthy conversations with their daughters. Um, I don't know if everybody can see this. Yeah, they everybody can see it. Okay, yeah. okay yeah. period. So read through it. I mean, <laughs> look at it. Um, I don't want to. So when I did the, the workshop, I, I put the PowerPoint up, but I wasn't reading from the PowerPoint. Okay. So we're having discussions about these topics and we're inviting questions and conversations. So I'm not going to read this. Um, I want you guys to kind of look at it yourselves and take what you take from it. Um, but like I said, if anybody want a copy of it, I'm I'm offering this PDF this for free right now um, because I think we need it. Yeah. Um, eventually, that price gonna go up. So um, <laughs> take advantage while you can. Right, take advantage. Hey, it's here for free right now. Yep. So these are some of the vocabulary words. Um, the first page is more PG. Um, talks about just the different changes in your body, puberty, adolescence, some of the terms that we use. Mm-hmm. And this is not everything. And we yeah. know as women, it's a, it's this is so just a snippet. This workshop was two hours, but it, it, it can be easily two days, mm-hmm. three days. You know yeah. what I mean? Depending mm-hmm. on what needs to be addressed. So um, these vocabulary words were kind of like, these are the ones that the girls started to be like, ooh, sex, sex, sex. Yeah, they started getting a little nervous. <laughs> a little nervous, a little mm-hmm. nervous, which is normal. So I, um, for this packet, I kind of define sex is a word that's used to talk about whether someone is a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. Because we know that as adults, we can project what sex is. You know what I mean? And yeah. they can have questions about sex. And this workshop wasn't geared toward reproduction. Um, we did touch on puberty. I mean, period, um, which is when your egg travels from your ovaries through your fallopian tubes to the uterus Mm -hmm. but then i right away just said the egg doesn't get fertilized and so we didn't have to talk about a baby developing how does the baby get there and right because we know that that's because that's a whole nother workshop whole nother conversation yes (laughs) (laughs) um this is my daughter um she's 11 and i thank you i had her write her own little blurb about when she first started puberty she did a really good job um i'm so proud of her and she's so proud of me. She Aww. told me before I got here, like, oh, my God, Mom, I'm so proud of you. That is so dope. <laughs> that is so dope. I love that. Oh, oh, for that Fearless Girl highlight, sorry to move on real quick. So the Fearless Girl highlight, yeah. Let's go back. So the Fearless Girl highlight is not meant to just highlight my daughter. I would like to highlight other girls as well yeah. if they're comfortable because we all have different experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, So if your daughter has a story that she wants to share, her story is going to help somebody because it's it's just different yeah. and it's different for each girl. So I would love to have some other girls. If you guys feel comfortable, if they feel comfortable telling their story, let me know and I will highlight them. Y'all let Desi know y'all <laughs> make sure y'all reach out to her. Reach this is out. great. <laughs> so this page is talking about hygiene. We spent the, quite a few um, minutes on this one um, because we realized, I think I posted a, something <laughs> on my story, the little girl talking to her dad. He got like an onion in his hand and like making her smell it. And I smell your underarms. I smell the onion. And she like, that smells completely different. If you, <laughs> if you start a puberty and you're not using deodorant, <laughs> we know 
you know, it can smell like onion. Right, so, right. That was uh, actually a good way of him to, you know, kind of show her. That was a good, yeah, it's a good now idea. You, know you need to wash. Yeah, you don't have to smell like onions. Right. Make sure you washing yourself. Make sure you putting on deodorant. Make sure you lotioning up your body, taking care of your skin. Mm -hmm. This is all a part of being an adult. Yeah. Starting to grow up and taking care of your body. This is something that you need to pay attention to. Exactly. You know. Yeah. So it's true. That's good. That's a good one. And and yeah. and we just gonna pause for a second. We got some comments here. Let's just take a look. Okay, Ashley. Hey, boo. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shout some of y'all out. Talk is cheap with Kiana J. Hey, Kiana. Hey. She says young women don't understand they have three bodies: the kid mm -hmm. body, the teenage body, yes. and the grown woman body. I agree with that. They get their <laughs> bodies done before the grown woman bodies come. So I think she, is she talking about like BBW type of thing? I'm, think, or, I'm thinking I'm thinking yeah. she's talking about cosmetic surgeries. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. Getting their nose done, their breasts done, veneers. Oh. That's a very important conversation that we we should discuss. Yeah, I think that goes with that confidence piece. It just strips them. It does of the ability to be confident in who they are. I agree. Yeah. But there. definitely hit some good points. Yeah, yeah. You, some, you making some points there. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then we have Ashley Stokes. Shout out, Ashley. Thanks for watching, dear. Uh, she says, or because we didn't deal with our own trauma, so we're actually not into our own. We're not into our own trauma, so we don't have the convos with our babies. Mm -hmm. Oh, that part. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, turn your mic on because the audience can't hear you. <laughs> I mean, like now, there are a lot of parents who do not know how to have a conversation about the birds and the bees mm -hmm. um, with their kids because one, they either a never had that conversation, or their actual sexual experiences is not commonality. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not trying to hijack your show or anything like that. No, but you're fine. There, I like the feet. Of, I like there's that. There's a lot of men who are coming to the self-actualization that a lot of their first sexual experience was actual uh, sexual abuse, mm -hmm. where uh, older women took advantage of them as younger men. Mm -hmm. And because in the male-dominated society, you look at that as a badge of honor as mm -hmm. sleeping with older women, not realizing you were literally being taken advantage of, you were being manipulated. 
uh, seeing the fact that your mom's best friend is even Googling and idolizing you, even mm-hmm. as a young man, is very problematic. It's very problematic. Uh, and we don't really question that like we do with our young girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to be very protective of them. And then, like you said, 95% of the women in the room can say that in some shape or form they have been sexually assaulted or sexually mm-hmm. abused. Mm-hmm. So how can we as adults in a lot of cases talk to you about what is sex when mm-hmm. our understanding is misconstrued? It's definitely misconstrued. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel that. Good points. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you so much, Ashley and Kiana for chiming in. Um, this is really, really really helpful um can you scroll up for me i want to see what that comment hey, is Nay. Up there. i see you she said good conversation ladies thank you <laughs> thank y'all yeah good conversation our bodies are very important i had a hysterectomy and gained 40 pounds in one year i've been depressed oh i'm so sorry to hear yeah, that's crazy. And we haven't touched on like as, you know, being a woman and the complications that we have with our bodies yeah. as we're getting older. You know, the lady who said um, there are three stages, three bodies. And we haven't she she mentioned three. But what about when we get to older, older? Adults? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And we are having those hysterectomy, even even before older. But the complications that we have, like it's a lot of women who can't have children. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know that's like kind of off topic a little bit, but, but it, all it connects. plays into our bodies and how mm-hmm. we deal with our bodies and how we, you know what I mean, accept ourselves and how we're able to have these conversations with our young people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, it's, it's very yeah. important. It all of it, it comes together full circle. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, she said lack of knowledge mm-hmm. also can contribute to it. Absolutely. Yeah, so then we got the next slide here, puberty. Yeah, so this is directly from the, the um, the PowerPoint that I created for the workshop, but I wanted the the guide to have more. I wanted to be more more meaty, mm-hmm. you know. So I added it here. Um, puberty is the physical and emotional changes that take place in kids as they grow up and mature. Um, the curriculum that I developed to go with this, um, I can't re- I can't read I can look at it or I can send you the curriculum or I kind of pulled from a few different sources. Yeah. And if you paid attention to like some of the pictures, I had a table there where I had like all of the books, all of the um, resources that I used to pull this whole curriculum together. Um, but it's, it lists the, the physical changes, the social changes, and the emotional changes. That's what I was going to say. The only thing I would want you to change on the slide is to the same physical and emotional. Mm-hmm. say physical, mental, and emotional. Yeah. Because usually during the stages of puberty is when the way they look at themselves and the way they look at the world is literally the most uh, critical. It is. Uh, the mm-hmm. most critical. Because what happens during those years usually can define how an individual's mentality is going forward. Yeah. And sometimes making sure that you're cultivating their mind at the exact same time mm-hmm. that they're doing all this definitely can make some pretty good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or some fucked up people. I remember yeah. one of the biggest challenges that I had with the puberty piece was um, I was a tomboy, as they called it back then. I don't think I don't even know if that's still. It's still, they still I think it is okay. It's still right. there, but with sexuality being a spectrum, you got to. Yeah, and that's what I'm. That's what okay. I mean. So okay. I don't know, but back then when we were coming up, it was you were a tomboy, mm-hmm. and so I was just more so into me, you know, and mm-hmm. you know I was more concerned about developing my own individualism and my style and not looking like the the standard, you know, feminine girl or anybody. I just wanted to wear what I wanted to wear. And a lot of times I like baggy clothes and, you know, and then I started to get friends. 
And I noticed they weren't dressed like that, mm -hmm. you know, and they're like, why are you wearing all these baggy clothes, you know, and, 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 oh, you don't have a boyfriend yet, or you're not talking to boys. And I realized right away, like, whoa, we're all growing at a different pace. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Some of them like boys already, and I'm not ready for boys. Mm -hmm. Some of them are already um, acknowledging their assets mm -hmm. and, um, I, we're like 12, you know, and, yeah. um, and it, it was just like, whoa, you know, yeah. and I know that even today it's, it's even worse. It's even, yeah. And, and it's not, I feel like it's not so much of, of worse as complicated because yeah, we don't know. I don't know how to talk if my, for, so I'm just going to be transparent and my baby girl, if she watching, I love you and I'm not trying to blast you or nothing. But at one point in time, she expressed to me that she might be gay. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't know how to talk to my daughter about her sexuality because I only have my experience. Right. And so what I did is I did my research. I started talking to people who, you know, I got a job at a company that serves LGBTQ youth. And so I'm like on purpose, intentionally educating myself so that I don't traumatize my daughter and make her feel like she can't be who she is in her own skin. <laughs> Right there, but yeah. who else to you? I've had that conversation, uh, and then it turned out sorry, but then it turned out that she's not gay, she just was, you know, just trying to figure I it out, find, yep. right? It's, yeah, it's literally, mm -hmm. literally the first question that I have always learned to ask is, Why do you feel like you're that way? Mm -hmm. Always mm -hmm. ask the whys, or not saying no, you can't be or no, right. so like, why do you feel? Yeah. Right, and usually a lot of times it's a mis misunderstanding or just a communication or just like, well, A B C D. Like, kids are sponges. Mm -hmm. So I had a, a friend who uh, thought he was gay because he liked to draw, and he learned to draw from his uncle who happens to be gay. Mm. So he associated with liking and being similar to his uncle. Yeah. in things as a definition of why he was gay and instead of his mother trying to figure out where that came from she was like nah you're not gay you've been liking girls since kindergarten you always was feeling on somebody's booty so you're not gay mm. but instead of just asking like well why do you feel that way a simple oh no baby drawing has nothing to do with that mm -hmm. and now you have that conversation or yeah. in this case because he has an uncle he's close to apparently yeah. you have the uncle have that conversation mm -hmm. with them and then he can have a better understanding of that instead of just saying no nah, you're not because mm -hmm. you do a b c d over here right mm -hmm. there's a lot of guys who do a b c d over here uh -huh. and really be feeling this way over here right yeah. so it always starts with the why when, when it comes to mm -hmm. asking those kind of questions of where somebody like my daughter my oldest she's 10 some odd reason she has a new boyfriend every two weeks mm -hmm. and i'm like why do you feel like this is your boyfriend mm -hmm. and then she'll talk about well we play house and we do this at school or we play <laughs> these games together mm -hmm. and this one was my partner last time we played so now we go together so mm -hmm. that's not what we're doing if your friend who happens to be a boy yeah your boyfriend's completely different story mm -hmm. and then we had the conversation of when emotions get involved mm -hmm. it's like do you feel this way about him do you feel that no no, he's just, he's just, oh, okay. Yeah. You don't have a boyfriend. You're just, right. Good friends. Yeah. You're just friends, but you can't have a boyfriend until you're 22 anyway. You're <laughs> that part. Yeah. 
<laughs> so another healthy thing that I think I was, you know, successful with bringing up at the workshop is um, one of the social changes. I had a social, I, it might come up on the next couple slides, but we talked about friendships. We talked about boyfriends Ooh. and it was just a quick blurb, but um, you know, we talked about, you know, make sure that you're talking to your parents about your feelings. Mm -hmm. um, it's okay for you to have these feelings. Sometimes we like boys, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we think boys are cute and sometimes we think they're weird, mm -hmm. you know, but cooties. Right. Cooties. <laughs> and so make sure that I you would have never forget with your, with your parents. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I'll never forget the cooties term. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Boys, were, boys are weird. They will continue to be weird. I'm sorry, but you know, we just I two different species. Yeah, we are. We just, we, it's, a, it's a lot of differences between us. So it's a lot yeah. of things that we don't understand about each other. So that's true. I feel now today. Yeah. 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 Even as us, we're we're getting older, especially in the dating world today. Right. Y'all okay. just weird too. Right? I'm okay with being weird. I own my weird. I tell my daughter, own your quirky, okay? Yes. You are who you are. Be yourself. Yes. Y'all changing from weird to quirky. He said, "Y'all weird." Um, okay, so we talked about emotional changes at the workshop and just this is the conversation about, you know, girls, we might have attitudes, we mm -hmm. might be frustrated, it might come out of nowhere, but it's just your hormones going, you know, through their process of changing your body. So they're going to feel like, you know, it's going to feel like sometimes you might not, you might not know why you upset or sad crying for no reason. But be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. it's okay. I, I like that you put this in there because as we become adults, as women, it's like, y'all need to check y'all emotions. Y'all emotions Ooh. is all over the place. And uh, even, you know, you know, people have a hard time dealing with us when we're in an emotional state. And 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 it's been told to us that we need to to turn those off or we need to, you know, ignore those things and be stronger. Yeah. You know, that's kind of where that strong woman mm -hmm. thing comes from. Is yeah. You got to hide Control those things. It, manage it. Yeah, yeah. Just I, I feel like we should just be not allowed to be reckless or not allowed to be just mouthy or rude, but allow grace. Like mm -hmm. just understand that this is normal, especially when we're on our period. Mm -hmm. And you know, my husband, he was telling me like sometimes that gets weaponized. Oh, she she just on her period. Oh, she just, you know, going through this. Like you can't use that as a weapon against right. me. I hate that. You you can't do that. I hate it. You can't yeah. do that. <laughs> as a member of a male delegate, the male delegate. Oh, he got. Okay. He said he got to say his part. As okay. As a member of a male delegate who has dealt with countless, countless women in my household. As a man of seven sisters, two mothers, three grandmothers, two daughters, and a slew of nieces, <laughs> member of the male delegate. Okay. We understand when y'all going through what y'all going through. Mm -hmm. We will never truly understand. Mm -hmm. What y'all go through? It sucks. Okay. <laughs> it and as a member of the male delegate, I am okay that I will never experience that because y'all really be out there reckless. Okay. Hold on. All, hold on. I ain't trying to do us. Right. But as you ask for grace and poise for us to understand that when you're going through this time, do not weaponize it, love you, respect you, mm -hmm. rub you, get mm -hmm. your favorite sweats, your chocolates, your mm -hmm. wine, whatever else you need. When you get reckless, just apologize for what you said. And then that's all we ask. Okay. I understand you might spaz on us. I can do that. But if you don't want us to weaponize it, at least apologize for your behavior. 
doesn't okay. have to be right away. It could be after y'all done with it. Okay. It's like, baby, I'm sorry. I understand that last week I kind of told you you wasn't shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I it came from a deep place. You know, <laughs> God, some, we, we sometimes can be evil, so God got to make us bleed every so days to get that out of us. Okay. Just apologize. That's all we ask for y'all. Y'all would apologize for what y'all say to us during that time frame. We, will, we, we can work with you. <laughs> Okay. He a mess. I, you know, I think I can do okay. that. That's you all know. So, yeah. do we need to teach our daughters to apologize when they so. when no. they get the? Okay. I think so. Yeah. You know not, why? Not trying, to get, not trying to get off topic. Just teach your daughters <laughs> to apologize. Period. In general, right? general. apologize yeah. in general. Like, yes, you know, absolutely. Sometimes weaponize things and tell y'all, <laughs> and it that. There's a whole issue. Just apologize. Just apologize. Everybody apologize. Just say I'm sorry. Okay. They say and do. We can grow and be better people. We can, can definitely grow and be better. I can do that. I agree. Especially okay. since a lot of times, you know, women are, I'm just going to speak for me. I think I'm right all the time. Like, <laughs> there is nowhere on the planet Earth where I'm not right. If I'm wrong, I could have been right about something. It's it's just about perspective. When I'm wrong, it's I'm because that's <laughs> It's okay though. She like, um, I might not have been, you know, a hundred percent right. I was a but little right. It was a part of it, right? That applied exactly. to the situation. So, but we, what we can do though, what I agree with, is just learning to take ownership. Yeah. And accountability for when we're not right. When we're not. Or when we could have been right, but we were wrong. Mm -hmm. And what we will do is we will acknowledge that three percent that you were correct. I said, I understand what you was going here. You were three percent. Wait, wait, back it up with the three percent. <laughs> right. I thought it was more like 90, wait. 85. Yeah, I was gonna say more like 90 percent. Right. So we, we can agree to have that happy medium. <laughs> yeah. Okay, 10 percent. <laughs> Let's um, go to yeah. the next slide. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. <laughs> um, yep. So we didn't spend too much time on your period. Um, my wonderful mentors were there to make sure that they kind of asked questions. Um, a lot of the girls at the workshop were, I would say, between the ages of 10 and 12, mm -hmm. maybe 13. Okay. Um, and I think that that was great. Like, I am just so grateful because moving forward, I'm probably going to um, break it up. So the workshop was it invited 10 through 16. Mm -hmm. And I just think that the dynamics between a 16-year-old and a 10-year-old are different, like completely different. Um, even when I address the issue of boyfriend, it's a lot of 60-year-olds who have boyfriends and who can have boyfriends. But with this group, I had to say, and we're not going to have boyfriends. And the kind of conversation was, if you don't know your body, mm -hmm. if you're not comfortable with your body, then it's not a good time for you to invite a, a boy into your space. Right. You know what I mean? And so um, that's kind of the the way that I took that. But um, just addressing periods, um, just the basics of it. Every month you have one. Um, it's because your egg doesn't get fertilized. I left it there mm -hmm. um, instead of going into how a baby gets developed. Um, some of the vocabulary I used. It was a really, I think I, I kind of was, um, I wish I would have um, had more time because I wanted to have like underwear and show them how to put the pad on the um, the panties and yeah. even I had a question from one of my mentors and she asked about tampons because in our gift bags, which Target so graciously donated us a, a bunch of gift bags. Oh, well, shout out to Target. Shout out to Target. That um, was nice. They put tampons in the bags and I was going to take them out, but I was like, they got to, you got to know. They got to at least know that that it's exists an and it mm -hmm. is an option when they're comfortable. Yep. But I didn't plan on having that conversation. <laughs> so one of the mentors brought it up and I was like, oh, 
okay, now how am I go- how am I about to explain this? <laughs> so I went back to the the, the workshop. Um, it was a big vulva, just a big vagina. You could see the hole, and so I'm like, okay, so this is this is a tampon. Here's how you hold it. Here's where you insert it. And I had to kind of leave it there because I didn't have, I wasn't prepared to talk about yeah, it. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I understand. That was yeah. that's one of them things. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I like how you touched on it and you left the door open. Yeah. Um. So we talked a little bit about bras. I brought a paper. It wasn't supposed to be paper. It was um, supposed to be like a regular tape measure mm-hmm. to see if they, if anybody wanted to get measured to see what their bra sizes were. But oh. um, it was a paper tape measure. Like who makes paper tape measures? Oh. Um, and it ripped. So I couldn't even do that activity. But we talked about bra sizes and that, you know, the number equals the band size, the cup size is the letter. So um, I encouraged them to go to like a Victoria's Secret or a store where they sell bras and get fitted. Get size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I love it. And there's different types of bras. There's sports bras. There's strapless bras. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they know when and how to use them. That's good. That's good information. And you said this is uh, how many pages? Oh, about 14. This is the second to last page. So I know where we at now. Okay. This is just a little quiz. Um, If they went to the workshop, they have all of these answers. Nice. I encouraged them to write notes, so I gave them all journals. And so if something came up and they were like, what is that? I said, write it down because we might not be able to get to all the questions. So, um, But then they can ask their parents. Back. Yep. Yep. Because that was yeah. also something I encouraged. At the end of the workshop, we had little small group sessions where each of the mentors had um, a group of maybe four, three or four girls. And they just asked questions. Mm, and I just to it. get them comfortable, like when you go home, do this with your parents. You know, I like that. You yeah. encourage them to build that, you know, work on that relationship, work on that trust, yeah. and to feel confident to have that conversation, to initiate it, to initiate it when they are ready. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yep. And then this is the fearless girl mantra. We didn't get to this at the workshop, but um, I gave it to them in their packet so that when they're alone or when they just want to read something, they can read the fearless. That's great. Way to go. You did that, girl. Be proud. (laughs) I am. Be proud. I appreciate you for giving me words of encouragement. You know how when God tells you to do something, you got to do it. Yes. Yes. You can't can't sit down on what he told you to do. You can't. This was it, and it wasn't me. It looked like I know what I'm talking about, but it's really just God. Like, he gave me all the words. He gave me all of the ideas. He gave me all of it. So I'm just, I'm grateful. I'm grateful too. I'm <laughs> grateful for you because we need more women like you. Yeah. And, you know, you, you come from the social worker background. That is your profession. That is where your heart is. That's where your passion is. Yeah. And how you are choosing to use those skills and that passion is just, it's, it's amazing, girl. Well, thank you. <laughs> And it's just this glow about you. I'm telling you, I seen her and I was like, I'm about to inbox her right now. Okay, yeah. And I'm so welcome. Like, I love people. Um, yeah. You know, I love working with people. I love talking to people. Um, so I'm I'm grateful that you even approached me. I feel like I've, I'm coming out of this isolation period, you know, with getting a divorce. I feel like I've been letting people go left and right. Like, I don't know yeah. I'm done with you. I'm done with you. Anything that triggers me, I've 
and it's no harm. Like I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but it's just who I'm coming into. Yeah. And I have to be careful. Ashley kind of reminded me, like, you got to make sure that when you're healing, you're not putting yourself out there in a way that's offensive to other people. And when you're hurting and you're not healing correctly, you can do that so easily. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm I like, know. well, I can say what I want to say because this is me and whoever don't like it. But sometimes you don't, when you want to attract people, when you want to be able to pull people in so that you can give them what God gave you, you have to be intentional about not hurting. I agree. Not hurting. That's a good lesson. Yeah. That's a good lesson. And you're going to continue to grow. And you got so much more ahead of you. My goodness. And you're going to touch so many more people. You touched me. You touched the audience today. You touched Tone. Tone can't wait to work with you. I know, right? No, I'm... (laughs) I'm calling you when we get done with this. I'm not playing. I am not playing. (laughs) I'm done. You are hilarious. He said you did not ask my permission. I I love it. I love the energy. So, girl, I do. I am happy for you. I wish you the absolute best. Keep doing what you are doing. It is working. It is working. I appreciate you for having me, for giving me a voice, girl. Cause I can, I can talk all day, child. When I tell you, like <laughs> this is my, I'm passionate. Okay, so I appreciate you for just allowing me this space to yeah. say, you know, just speak on stuff. Anytime, you are always welcome. I would love to collaborate with you moving yes. forward, guys. Yes. She's also a fellow <laughs> podcaster. Oh my goodness, yes, <laughs> a fellow podcaster. Yeah. So this ain't her first rodeo. Yeah. Okay. She's going to have some new content on the way. So y'all be looking out for Miss Desi. Be looking out. Beyond Fearless Podcast. Okay? Yes, let's go. And that name might change, but just I'm just letting y'all know that's what it's been. So that's me, what it's been. We're going to talk, Tom. We're going to talk. Another <laughs> <laughs> <Not a> thing. <laughs> I love it. Well, again, guys, do not hesitate to reach out to Desi. Again, she's out there to assist in any way possible. She... Is not going to turn anybody down with questions. If you need materials, if you want to know about anything that she's got upcoming, um, I always say, if it's a will, it's a way. Mm-hmm. So even though she's got some other things coming up, a journey ahead of her, transitioning, um, she always going to be for one foot. Always. Period. <laughs> never going to change, okay? Never change it. <laughs> so um, this is uh, Mind of My Own Podcast. Again, thank you for joining. Thank and you. Uh, we're going to say goodnight. Good night, guys.